Hello, and welcome to the LVP Architects podcast. So this is the second recap in our podcast series, and this will recap on podcast 9, 10, and 11, I think it is. So procurement route, tender, and building contract. The aim of these podcasts is, as I mentioned from the beginning, is about sharing a bit of information regarding the part three exam, interview, and case study. Um, obviously, for me, it's it's sharing that and tying in with a guide, obviously, that, that I've written and I mentioned previously, um, which is called the Unofficial Guide to the Architectural Part 3, which you can find on Amazon. And these podcasts are to add to that. And in, in the first recap, we spoke about the case study, project timeline, the brief, fee and program, appointment, um, and CDM. You know, so you can you should have if you've if you started this in 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 order then i recommended that you start with your case study and and how you organize that what you should look at and in doing these podcasts i've kind of realized that um that we are as a an industry visual as well so what i've started to create on on my youtube channel um called lvp architects um is snippets so these these video bites, as they were, are recapping podcasts, but in a visual format. I just think that that would kind of help me if I was starting off as well. So listening to podcasts and seeing something visual and then obviously having some something written down. So we've gone through the case study. I won't repeat all the, the, the previous. Obviously, you can listen to recap one, which I think was podcast eight. But I hope in in listening to these and, and now seeing these uh, video bites, it's slowly beginning to unravel that, yes, there is a lot of information to learn to become an architect. And after that point, you, you still are learning. Everything progresses. You know, you go back 10 years, the, the REBA plan of works has changed, you know, just simply the, the the naming of the stages has changed. So it's, it's kind of everything is always evolving in the aim for for improving the industry as, as, as a whole. So even though you, you know, hopefully qualify, um, gain the uh, gain the title architect by um, registering with ARB, your education doesn't stop there. It continues in the forms of CPDs and, and, and more learning and, and the experience you gained in different construction techniques and methods. But in terms of the studying, hopefully it's becoming clear that there are these important topics that are all interlinked. Um, and the idea is is so that you can then at any moment almost sort of tie these topics together and be able to successfully answer any questions that come your way in, in the case study or exam or indeed when you're an architect. So the, this recap, uh, very briefly, is about the procurement route, tender and building co- contract. Those th- three things are intertwined. So the procurement route, as we mentioned before, is how you organise to get a building designed, constructed and handed over. So these procurement routes are, you know, if you listen to podcast nine, I touch on there, you know, there are many different types. There's traditional DMB, uh, management contracting, etc, etc. And depending on the choice of that at the beginning, is how the rest of those stages and when information is released and how these things are tendered and what types of building contracts are used um, by, are all tied together. So tenders, you know, if it's a traditional 
when does the tender occur, what information is required, to what level of detail. You know, a DMB, it's, as, as was mentioned in, in podcast 10 about tenders, will require less information to a degree at the tender process compared to a traditional and it's because of the level of details now obviously there are stages within that can be incorporated in those tenders and again like i mentioned podcast 10 kind of delves into a little bit none of these podcasts are giving you all the information you still have to study them you need to understand them but hopefully the podcasts are kind of guiding you in a direction and and connecting a few dots so it kind of helps you understand where you should look and and why uh, and then podcast 11 was about building contract again the building contract is, is dictated by the procurement route you know so a traditional building contract and, and a building contract is between two parties in most cases the client and the contractor depend you know that that can that client could be an organization or it could be a person or investors and, and so forth so understanding that client understanding the, the building contract which sets out clearly key elements so that there's no confusion as the building is being built by the contractor um, you know it covers a lot of things covers a lot of basic things at the beginning you know who's the contract between the value of the works start and finish date you know any other information that is relevant uh, such as you know dispute resolutions at the end and we touch we'll touch on dispute resolutions in a in a later podcast but hopefully it kind of shows you that when someone is talking about an appointment it doesn't necessarily mean the building contract so these are terms that you need to understand so once again procurement route dictates what type of tender you're going to have what type of tender you're going to have well, then afterwards with linkedin with the procurement route what type of building contract you'll end up with and building contracts come in a variety of forms, you know, um, REBA do forms of appointment, JCT and NEC do building contracts, and there are others as well. And then depending on the scale will dictate also with a procurement route, what type of building contract you have. So a homeowner, very small um, building contract, when by small, obviously, I mean, um, it's quite basic and simple because the expected value of that project and the complexity um, is expected to be quite low so you wouldn't need 500 pages of contract and clauses and on that note for your case study and exam and interview you're not expected to memorize every single clause you are expected to know that a homeowner's uh, building contract isn't suitable for a university DMB project. You're you're supposed to understand that it's re related to scale and what are you trying to get out of it? What's key in those building contracts? So a traditional uh, standard contract in in a traditional procurement route will have a timeline that has certain certifications that are are needed at certain stages for sign-off and for payments and things like that so it's understanding that that's important and it's important because you need to understand that your role if you're appointed as a contract administrator means that you will have to follow what that what's set out within that building contract and administrate it accordingly if you're 
not appointed for that role, then still understanding in the background what is expected between those two parties at what time will help you be more efficient as well and understand within the stages what's next and what's in the future. Okay, I think we'll stop there as this is a recap. Hopefully it's cleared up a few things in respect of connections. Um, If you're still unsure, you can go to the previous podcasts. Um, I'll slowly be adding visual interpretations of these on YouTube. But in the meantime, as I mentioned at the beginning, there's also an ebook guide that you can find on Amazon. Right, until the next podcast where we'll talk about roles. Until then, thank you kindly for listening. Take care. (laughs) 